Welcome to the Off Topic Podcast. I'm Kobe the Gorilla. And I'm H. Just kidding, no H today. It's a solo episode today, guys. H had an emergency to take care of. Not like a real one. Like he's not dying or anything, but... Yeah, I had to do it by myself. Which I don't mind because he was professional enough to also cover me when I went to Denver a couple months ago. If you guys remember that one. That was a really good episode. I'm very excited to have this episode by myself. Although I do miss my buddy. The reason I'm excited is because a lot of the podcasts I've listened to have been solo podcasts. Like the Chris D'Elia Congratulations podcast. The Bill Burr podcast. And a lot of the old Mark Marin episodes as well. So I consider myself cut from that cloth. So I'll see... If I'm as good as I think I am right now. So, just pretend this is a really long voicemail and you're listening to me talk to you, but you can't talk to me back. Got a couple fan questions lined up. And we'll see where it takes us. This might be 10 minutes. This might be fucking three three hours. So, we'll see what's up. Anyway, guys. It's a nice Sunday afternoon. And... I just went to go see my buddy, Jose. I'm really full. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I get, when I get full, talking is really hard. But the reason I'm pumping it out right now is because my room, fun fact, I don't have any lights in my room besides the one in my bathroom vanity. And since it's winter time, it gets dark at fucking 2 p.m. now. So before it gets pitch black, I'm starting to record now, and I have my light on it saving me for now, but after a while, it's just going to get pure fucking dark, and talking to yourself in the dark is so sad, so I don't want to do that, because that's fucking weird, talking to myself in the dark, but that's why I'm doing it right now. I was going to consider just recording on Thursday, but I really believe in this every Monday a new episode thing. So I don't want to fail you guys. And I want to keep the consistency. We want to keep the consistency. So enough explaining myself. I feel like I explain myself too much. Or we do, in fact, as a whole team. I know H and I have talked about that. If you guys listen to the old episodes, whenever there was a mistake or an audio thing we couldn't fix, it was always like, oh, I'm sorry, guys, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get better. And it's like, I feel like once you start apologizing too much, then people are going to start believing that we're guilty. I feel like that's what an apology is. I feel like that's why it's so hard to apologize. That's why people have a hard time apologizing. Because it's basically an admission of guilt, you know? You're not sorry unless you're wrong, and nobody likes being wrong. That's what I think, at least. For sure, it works that way legally. You can't admit to doing wrong when you're, like, talking to a police officer or something. Because then you just fuck yourself, so. But yeah, I remember H telling me, like, hey, how about uh, we stop, like, you know, mentioning, like, when we have fuck-ups or hiccups. And I was like, no, yeah, that's a great point, you know. So, yeah, a little less apologetic, more confident. It's crazy. We I've been doing this for over two years. And this is the first time I've had to do it by myself. So, it's pretty interesting, you know. It's hard to have a conversation when nobody's here. So I do give H a lot of credit for that first episode he did by himself. Because 
it quite literally is just me talking to myself. I know a lot of people might think like streaming is the same thing, but with streamers, for example, like Aiden Ross, I don't watch Aiden Ross because I'm not fucking 12 years old, but they have like millions of viewers watching with them. You know, it's like when people go live on Instagram, but if they actually had more than three viewers and then usually the viewers, when they go live are the people they're with right there, it's not, it's a little like that where it's not awkward, but it's more like, is anybody even listening? Even though I know when this shit gets uploaded, people are going to be fucking listening because we have thousands of fans. So yeah, I've been doing this for over two years and this is a good way to test my skills, especially since I'm always the one talking about wanting to do stand-up comedy. Um, you got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations like that because I'm sure there's going to be times throughout my life and my career, I guess, where I'm going to be uncomfortable. I feel like my whole life I found crowds kind of pleasing. Like, if there's a lot of people around, maybe people won't notice me. And if I fuck up, then there's other people to bounce off of. You know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like this. I never had a fear of public speaking. And I think that's because when there's so many people, it's almost like you could block it out. Because there's so many people that it's not even worth counting how many people are there. I was listening to uh, Brock Lesnar talk about that to Stone Cold Steve Austin on this podcast. Where he said that he's like an antisocial person, which he is. Brock Lesnar does not have any social media. He doesn't really do interviews. But he said it very clearly, like, but when there's an arena full of 20,000 people, he said he can, like, shut that shit down instantly. So I think I shine in public places and a room full of people. Like, I can definitely hold court anywhere. But this is pretty cool, man. I've been dabbling in the idea of doing my separate podcast about professional wrestling People that listen to us know we love wrestling. And I know H does too, but to be honest, I still watch consistently and I still watch the current product. And I'll show him shit that I think he'll like. But I definitely think I can for sure do a wrestling podcast. Thinking of a name though is so hard because I think the name part is the hardest part. The name's very important, you know? I think it's important to have a cool name, even in life. Like, if someone's, like, named, like, Jeffrey or something, like, you don't give a fuck about them. Like, shut the fuck up, Jeffrey. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. But if someone is, like, named Donald, that's fucking sick. You know, names are important. There's also been a lot of cases of wrestlers getting bad names. Because most wrestlers don't use their real name. Especially in the WWE, right? Where they like to own your rights. Your name, so they'll give you their own name. Like, they gave this wrestler who's a really talented wrestler. They gave him a shitty name. His name was Dolph Ziggler. And that is very sad that your name was Dolph Ziggler. So all I got to do right now is not sound like a guy whose name is Dolph Ziggler. And I think I'll be just a fucking dandy and fine. All right, guys. I have a few little fan questions, fan, fan questions. Some of these are pretty awkward to answer, to be honest with you. But I do have a few. This one's really funny. Henry and I were live because we saw these a couple days ago. We posted it on our Instagram. And this dude actually messaged us from a burner account because he did not want his identity to be made. So 
I'll read it. I'm laughing reading it already. What's up, Koba and H? I've been with my girlfriend for seven years. We are seriously considering getting engaged. She's amazing. I still love her like the first day I made her. But sometimes, more often than not, she has really bad breath. How do I bring this up? I love her. But can I live like this forever? <laughs> he said help. He wrote help capitalized. All right. So this is that territory of how to be honest without being a fucking dick. Right? A lot of people love to say, oh, I'm not a dick. I'm just brutally honest. I'm just blunt. Most of the time, those people are fucking dicks. There's a way to say shit without being a dick, right? If you're in my way, I'll say, hey, excuse me. Right? People love to act like they're the main character and like, yeah, bro, I say how it is, you know? I say how it is. I don't give a fuck, bro. If you don't like it, bro, it is what it is. That's how I am, dude. I'm a fucking Taurus. I'm a fucking Cancer. Like, whatever the fuck, right? In this case, dude, I will say girls are very sensitive and it's okay. That's why I love them. And I think start carrying around gum. I don't know. Like, maybe tell her, like, I feel like gum is one of those things where if you open a pack of gum and you pop one in your mouth, it's very common to offer the people around you a stick of gum where it doesn't really mean like, oh, you must smell like shit. It's just more, hey, do you want a gum? It's refreshing, right? It's like almost like a snack. I consider gum a snack, fun fact. Um, whereas like you can't offer people deodorant when you're putting on deodorant, you know, that's basically you telling them that they smell like shit. You can't just be like, oh, here you go. You want to take this one for a swing under your armpits? You know, you can't do that. But I feel like with gum, it's more socially acceptable. So if you pop a gum, not a Tic Tac, cause I feel like Tic Tac specifically has to do with bad breath. I don't think Tic Tacs are a snack. So I think you should definitely carry a pack of gum and just be like, Hey, you want one? Or just tear off half of it and give her one, you know? That would be my way. That would be my cynical George Costanza way. And I think a chaotic way would be to have someone else tell her, hey, you have bad breath. And then you defend her and you're like, nah, she fucking doesn't, you know? And then you look like the hero, but self-consciously, She'll still think, oh, fuck, maybe my breath is pretty bad. And then she will finally do something about it. But I think the third way would be the mature way and just say something like, by the way, I would never fucking do the third way or the second way because that's fucking crazy. I don't really like having conversations. I love talking about what's wrong with me. You know, like if my girlfriend tells me, hey, you need to work on this. I think that's like dope because... I know, I know my feelings won't get hurt, you know what I'm saying? But maybe your girlfriend, or I feel like most girlfriends, to the fellow that asked this question, it's definitely maybe something where you should have a mature conversation about it because you said you've been with her seven years and you're going to marry her and stuff like that. You should definitely tell her, hey, like, <laughs> like do you have an ulcer or something? Like, your breath is kind of bad sometimes. And I didn't want to tell you, blah, blah, blah. Or I want to, or you could hit them with this. I'd rather tell you. I'd rather you hear from me than somebody else. Because that's kind of true also, right? Like, it, it is better than if someone randomly, like, in the streets or at a bar fucking told your girlfriend, hey, you smell like shit. 
I think that would hurt her feelings way more. And not only that, you'd probably be in a position where, like, you know, now you got to fucking defend her and shit like that. And then now you're getting in altercations. And, and it's not fun for anyone, you know? I think that's the best way. Let's do it the third way since you're marrying her. If this was just a girl you were dating, you could do the gum thing. Because when people date, it's not going to last anyway, right? So... I can bullshit the gum thing for a bit. I'm pretty sure you can too bullshit the gum thing for a little bit. But after a while, since you are going to marry her, you should definitely, definitely have the mature conversation and tell her that yourself. Nevertheless, sir, it's going to be really awkward for you. And I wish you the best of luck. That's what I think, bro. Either way, I think you should just live with it. Because maybe she has some things about you that you don't like. Unless it's, like, so bad that you think it's unhealthy for her. Like, if you think, like, she's, like, dying on the inside, literally. Then, yeah, I would recommend, like, you telling her right away. And, like, that. Like, it has to get addressed ASAP. But if it's just, like, a little funky... Honestly, because what if she turns around and she's like, you know what? I've been noticing when I do your laundry, you have fucking shit stains in your underwear and you're a fucking 28, 27 year old man or whatever. And you shouldn't have shit stains anymore. And then you tell her, well, the other day you fucking smelled like shit. And then you guys argue and then you break up. (laughs) Dude, imagine that engagement gets broken up because of that. That'd be fucking hilarious, dog. I would find that so funny, dude. It'd be so fucking funny. And I would laugh. And I hope that if that does happen, you'd come talk to Off Topic about it later. And then we'll have you on the podcast. When this engagement break, You know what? Now I'm hoping you guys do break up. When this engagement breaks up, please, for the love of God, come back and talk about it later. That is going to be so fucking sick. And I'm excited. And it will... Exp- nah, I don't want to say her... I wouldn't want to say her name even if you did come on the show because that's fucked up, you know? I don't like this exposing shit. You know, I don't like that. It's a little too fucking TMZ-ish. Like, that's what I fucking hate. Like, I hate paparazzi. I hate uh, Crash TV shit. Like, Jerry Springer shit. I hate Maury shit. And you know what's funny? I've seen a lot of, like, inspirational shit. And they're, like, clips from, like, Maury or, like, uh, who's that black dude from Family Feud? Uh, And it's like, dude, you know that shit's all fucking fake, right? Like... I don't know. It's like who would and then that which is fine, right? Think fake things are fine. But like if it's like super fake, like what the fuck, you know? Like that shit is fucking stupid. Like imagine like we have that guy on and then it's like Today we have James and he said his girlfriend's breath smelled like shit. Find out why the engagement broke up. Next. It'd be so fucking shitty, you know? I think that's like the lowest common denominator for things. Anyway, guys, we're going to take a quick little break. I will be right back after these brief messages. All right, guys, we are back. Thank you for waiting. But also, you didn't really wait because the episode just keeps going for you anyway. So anyway, that was an interesting fan question. I really hope you guys figure that out. And I also, in all seriousness, I hope you guys don't get in a fight over some petty shit like that. I think honesty always wins. Sometimes. Sometimes you should lie. You should lie sometimes, for sure. But I feel like for that, man, honestly, just put up with it. Like, fuck. Like, I feel like when you get married, there's going to be a lot bigger things to work 
to worry about than that, you know. But either way, I, I wish you guys both luck on this voyage. And now I got one for the lady. I got fan questions, fan, fan questions from a lady that I actually know personally. Why well, I work with her, but I'm not going to say her name. I used to work with her. I'm not going to say her name because that's a little weird because I think the person she's talking about listens to this show. So we shall see. Also, how cool is that if that was a setup? Like, if this... Okay, I'll ask the question first because then it will make sense of what I'm going to say right now. Hey, Koba. Hey, HT. I've been with my boyfriend for two years. And he used to be really sweet when we first got together. Little flowers, details, and other surprises. And I feel like lately he has gotten comfortable and I haven't gotten that treatment. And it's really sad. I feel like this last birthday I had, he was very lazy about it. What do I do, guys? Am I expecting too much? Should I communicate with him? What should I do, guys? Un detallito goes a long way. For those who don't speak Spanish, means a little detail goes a long way. But I'm pretty sure you all speak Spanish because you're all fucking paisas like me. So that's a great question. And also a little sad. Mm. I'm drinking some water right now. No beers today, ladies and gentlemen, because I do open tomorrow. So we're being good boys today. Also, I'm I'm lying. I had a blue move with my friend Jose. So, but anyway, honestly, that is fucked up. Um, it sucks when people get comfortable. And honestly, that's something. If that's not as hard as the bad breath one, definitely communicate. You know, be like, hey, what the fuck, like. Don't say that. Don't say, hey, what the fuck? Just just, just be honest, man. It's really cool that girls can be honest, you know? Like, you guys can be honest as fuck. You could be like, hey, like, do you not like me anymore? That'd be the, the psychotic. Okay, let's do another psychotic answer. You'd be like, do you not like me anymore? Because you're not acting like you like me. When you used to like me, you used to do this and this for me. And then just pile it on and pile it on. That's the psychotic way. Um... The long drawn out way would to be to just not say anything to him and act really dry until he asks you 20 times what's wrong with you. And then you eventually say, I feel like you haven't been sweet to me lately. You haven't been a boyfriend lately. Right. Because that's what girls want. They want a boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? And they deserve that, you know. And honestly, too, I will say this about you. You don't sound like you're asking for a lot. You're not asking your guy to buy you fucking designer bags. You're not asking him to buy you expensive shit. Uh, you even said a little detail, which a little detail could be a card. It could be fucking flowers from the side of the street, like nine fucking dollars. So I do think that's really cute and that's really wholesome of you. So I think you're a good girl. So if you are listening, her boyfriend you have a good girl here, so come on, just work out a little bit, you know, like, work it out a little bit, I mean, give her something, don't be a dick, you know, especially winter time, right, I know a lot of, like, people get sad in winter when they're, like, seeing people in relationships, go to houses, and they're meeting their families, and they're all being a good little family together, right, don't look at what other people have that you don't have, because it's all fucking subjective. It's always greener on the other side, right? And I feel like sometimes, guys and girls, when it's like, oh, well, this girl got her boyfriend this. Or or he got her 
got he got his girlfriend this and then you're just comparing yourself and then you just your feelings just end up getting hurt you know you can't show that you can't really pay attention to that because you'll just drive yourself a little fucking crazy and the last thing we need is people driving themselves crazy because then you'll buy a gun and shoot people up and then that's really sad and then i won't know what to say because i'm not equipped for that type of fucking politics talk all right guys i got a little something else i want to get off my chest something else i want to get let's look at some reviews 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 damn we have 55 reviews on uh ratings in uh, apple okay ah this one's nice never listened to the podcast before so sick guys keep it up love the podcast y'all are cool i really love this podcast hey not the best writers our fan base i, I like the podcast I, I, I like the funny you know like what the fuck right like wow you guys changed my life you guys fucking like i want you guys the next review i want you guys to lie a little bit and be like i was gonna jump off the fucking bridge and then spotify queued off topic and I decided to not fall off because I wanted to finish hearing the segments, the, all the bits, and all the fun. Like, I want that, you know? Oh, open Twitter, and there was just some random titties, huh? Isn't that crazy? I never open Twitter in public because then you just see some titties, you know? You're just in Twitter, like at Denny's, and then you just see a fucking... Some lips and shit, you know? That's fucking crazy, huh? Isn't the internet fucking crazy? I would love to bring back the internet to, like, 1930s and then just find out how racist people really were, you know? Like, yeah, this, I can't say it. I wish I could say things that I couldn't say. Also, too, there's this obsession with um, wanting to get canceled, right? So I wanted to talk about this a little bit. H knows about this. And maybe you guys know, too. If you guys know me, you know that this is how I feel about the situation. I do have... uh, It's not really a fan question. It's more of a fan topic. My buddy asked me here, what do you guys think about the Matt Reif controversy regarding his domestic abuse joke on his Netflix special? All right, so I'm going to be very honest. The most offensive thing about Matt Reif's stand-up special... Is that he thinks he's a real stand-up comedian. And let me get started on why I think that. Not to be that guy. But there are performers. And this applies to any type of performer. Where they are bait for young girls. Older girls. I call them a boy band performers. They're more there for eye candy. They're more there for, oh, this is what's in right now. And I think he is the epitome of all that put together. Now, do I think that joke was offensive? No, because it was a stand-up special. And I still believe, whether I like him or not, that he can say whatever the fuck he wants, right? I also believe that it's a stand-up comedian's job to make people laugh, and if that's what he thought was funny, then I'll power to him. And it wasn't a bad joke, right? It honestly wasn't a bad joke. 
The joke wasn't what offends me. What offends me is how unfunny he is to me. Lately, I think cancel culture or woke culture, as some of you guys might call it, it's taken a big 360 where it's no longer, oh, we got to find the bad people saying bad things and make sure they're put on timeout. Now it went full 180 where it's the other way around where, well, now I'm going to try to piss people off by saying out-of-pocket shit. And that's almost as bad as the witch hunt of the first time that that all started happening. Because you become what you hate. You want shock factor. You want cheap pops, we call them in wrestling. And to me, that is the lowest thing you can do as a performer. Where you're no longer making things because you think they're good. You're making them because, oh, well, I'm going to get canceled and I don't give a fuck, bro, because I'm, I'm, I'll never get canceled. And if I did, I wouldn't fucking care anyway. And that's my whole thing on the Matt Rife thing. So all these, like, chicks started going in on him about it, which is funny because they're, like, his only fan base. To me, his fan base is, like, the fan base of streamers like Kai Sinat or whatever. They're, like, 12-year-old kids or they're, like, young girls, like, stuff like that. I feel like that's Matt Rife's fan base. I don't think he's cut from the same cloth as, like, Shane Gillis or Andrew Schultz even. And I'm not saying those comedians aren't for everyone, but that's my take on the Matt Rife thing. I feel like he's just trying a little too hard. And I never bought him. I didn't like him way before this. So I'm a little happy that I was there early on the Matt Rife hate. So, honestly... I think I do deserve some flowers for that, you know? Yes, I hated Matt Rife first. Yes, I've always hated him. I've always hated him, guys. And I never bought his I'm vulnerable bullshit. Oh, man, I'm vulnerable. Yeah, I get depressed sometimes, bro. Oh, man, like, if only you knew how hard it was being me. I never bought that shit. I think it's... I think... The problem is that I sense no authenticity with him, and that's why I am not personally a fan, and I don't know him as a person. Obviously, I don't know him, and he's fucking successful, right? He's fucking way more successful than me, so I'm not saying what he's doing isn't working, but it's just not my cup of tea, and to be honest, I don't even drink tea, so it's not even my cup of drink, so... That's what I think on that. And it's funny, too. They're going in on him on the internet. They're exposing him for getting, like, jawline surgery. I think one of his doctors, I think it was one of his doctors that said something about that. And he was like, well, I'm going to sue you for saying that, blah, blah, blah. Like, so now you're the one silencing people because they're talking about you. And now you're the one getting mad and blocking people when they tell you on your Instagram and on your Twitter that you have fucking lip fillers, which you fucking do. Maybe you're not as thick-skinned and anti-cancel culture as you think you are. And that's where it lies in the end. I think he is full of shit. I think he is one of the biggest industry plants ever. To me, he's the ice spice of stand-up comedy. Where, yeah, I might want to look at him a little bit. But I probably won't remember him in 10 years. And that's... And I could be wrong. I could be wrong, guys. I'm sure he's a nice guy. It wasn't the joke that offended me. It was how unfunny he was that offended me. 
So, that's that. But congratulations to him, man. He's a millionaire. He's a good-looking kid. And he's banging a lot of chicks, I'm sure. He's living a good life. So, he doesn't fucking care what I think. So, there you go. All right. Got another subject right here. Not a subject. I'm fucking stop calling him that. I saw this thing that was kind of blowing up on the internet. Um, so old, man. I saw this thing on the internet the other day, yeah? Did you hear about that internet? Did you hear we might go to Vietnam? You know? Um, fuck. Let's see. I saw this thing where these young Christians are starting a nightclub in Los Angeles. And apparently that nightclub is for Christian youth and people that want to celebrate Christ. And it is very much a nightclub. And it looks like any other nightclubs you see, but there are a few changes to that. And that's what I think is interesting. I'll play you guys a little something. And I'm not going to play it because it's nothing. But anyway, all right. Here. Hey, y'all, come look at this. Christians are extremely mad at us for starting a Christian nightclub. I really don't get it. Why are y'all so triggered by Christians gathering in a building and enjoying Christian music and socializing? God told my wife and I to start a Christian nightclub in the heart of Los Angeles. Uh, he said God this is going told to be a fun space for Christians to enjoy, to vibe, to listen to Christian music, to fellowship, just to dance. And there will be a DJ, there will be performers, there will be food. My pastor once preached about Christians now starting Christian nightclubs. And I'll be honest, I thought he was being ridiculous and making it up. This is the problem with this generation. They just don't want to be different from the world at all. Christ. All right. Yeah, you get the jizz of it. The jizz of it. Uh, <laughs> Christian nightclub. I was all for it. I was all for it. I was like, you know what, man? Maybe there is a place where people that don't do drugs and they still like want to dance and stuff and go out, right? Like, you know what? I'm relating, relating, relating. And then he said God told him to start a Christian nightclub. You know what? I want to know what kind of fucking premium, no ad Christianity these guys have subscribed to where they get to talk to God because that's pretty fucking sick. I will pay that for sure. It's like YouTube Red for Christians. They just get some premium shit where they talk to God. And God just told him that he wants to fucking have a place for him to fucking have a nightclub. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty rad of God, you know. Pretty open-minded of him, you know. I wonder if he gets in free. He has to get in free. He's fucking God. Um, would they give him a bottle? There's no bottle service, actually. That's interesting. I kind of want to go. Do you guys want to see us go to this Christian nightclub just for fun? That'd be hilarious. Just, and, and we wouldn't go to antagonize. I just want to go check it out. You know? That's so sick, dude. I'm going to ask Henry if he's down. Because that's fucking sick. Henry, are you down to go to a Christian nightclub? He better fucking listen. He will listen to this. He will listen to this. Alright, my thoughts on that. I think it's cool. All jokes aside. It's cool, man. Um, but what's also funny is some of the replies... They were like, can't wait to do cocaine at the Christian nightclub. People were like, can't wait to sell weed outside of the nightclub. People were saying, like, I can't wait to pregame and get shit-faced. And it's, like, just funny, like, people saying they're going to try and pick up, like, Christian girls and stuff like that. Ah, uh, man, that's funny, bro. I wonder how long it's going to last. Like, uh, like, all stuff aside, I wonder if that is... um good business to have an alcohol less nightclub in los angeles with no alcohol 
no music that is top 40 because he specifically said it's going to be christian music it's going to be like hip-hop um i guess there's that i mean there's music of all kinds but i'm wondering if there are people in la that will go to a club where they know they might not get laid where they know they're not going to listen to the music they like where they know they're not going to be able to drink where they know that they're not going to be able to fucking do whatever it is they do on a normal nightclub I wonder how long that's going to last. Uh, that depends on a lot of things. It depends on how much money that other dude has. And how many partners he has in this. And how much they are going to back this. And how long they're going to back it for. Because I think eventually, Christianity or not, it's a business. And it looks like a lot of Christians are not even 100% on it. Because you have some of the old school ones that are saying that you don't need to do all that and that it's a little not very Christian to have a nightclub in general. What I'm thinking, the only way that they can really survive is if Christians all gather together and they make it a point to go and give them business. Um, whatever business that might be, I wonder what kind of stuff they'll sell. Usually clubs or bars, they sell alcohol. But if it pops off, good for them. But I'm honestly really curious to see what it looks like. And I would really be down to go. Um, I wonder if they serve non-alcoholic beer. Probably not. I feel like that's just too close to beer. And they probably just won't want it. But who knows, man. Also, that's a little dorky, you know. But I've been predicting this, man. I think I said it a long time ago. It's going to be cool to be religious again, watch. I'm telling you, the wheel is turning. Everything's turning to a fucking 180, watch. I guarantee you, a high body count is not going to be cool for men or women. I guarantee you, virginity is going to skyrocket. I guarantee you, early marriages will skyrocket. People will get married sooner. I guarantee you all this is going to happen. It's going to start to be cool to be religious and to be conservative. Not politically, but I mean like socially or personally conservative. Where We almost saw this happen with Muslims where I remember everyone was converting to, to, uh, to Islam. Like when Andrew Tate became a Muslim for two weeks while he was in jail and then he got out and he's not a Muslim anymore, I think. Um... And then now it's like all these youth are like, oh, like talking about Allah and shit. But that shit went out of business. It went out of business real quick. It didn't happen. I think it's going to happen with Christianity more. Watch. It's going to definitely happen. And then we'll see how society is. I feel like people are just their own worst enemy. No matter what they are. I know that's a little cynical. A little depressing. Ooh, excuse me. But I truly believe people just always shoot themselves in the foot. They have a good thing going. And then and then what? You know? Oh, you're doing my thing. But you're doing it the wrong way. I'll show you how to do it the right way. No. The wrong way was the first way. So it's the only way. It's fucking ridiculous, right? It's like a recipe. No, this is the right way you make chicken wings. No, this is the right way. No, this is the way my mom used to make it. And that was before us. So... That's the only way to make it. And then now fucking people just argue about chicken wings. Replace chicken wings with religion. Replace it with politics. Replace it with social life. 
and it's the same fucking shit. The whole point is I think we're all fighting a spiritual battle. And I think it's going to get a little worse before it gets better. But what can we do, man? We just do our thing, you know? Try to be a little nice, man. Say thank you to to your fucking cashier taking your order in the morning. Say fucking let the car go in front of you when they want to switch lanes. Fucking, I don't know, man. That's all we can do is do some bullshit like that. And what I can do is go grab a beer right now, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. So give me one second, ladies and gentlemen. It's actually my last PBR, but it's fine because, like I said, I do work early tomorrow. It just feels like it's so goddamn late. Do you guys like the sun coming up? Do you guys like the sun coming down so fucking early, like when it gets dark? I don't know. I guess it's, it's a little cool at first, right? It feels cozier, and then eventually you're like, oh, 30 days of night. Like, it's all bad, you know? But... I don't know. Um, who knows, man? What do you guys want to talk about? Christmas is coming up. Christmas, Christmas time for cheers. The fucking Alvin and the Chipmunks. I remember one time I took an edible and I was really fucked up. And I was in my room just having a panic attack. And then I just watched Alvin and the Chipmunks on HBO. And then it just calmed me down. True story. True, true story. Oh, man, I got to do Christmas shopping. But I'm also in the process of buying a car. So I'm not really trying to spend that fucking much money. Uh, The cool thing is I don't have a huge, huge family. So for sure, the people that are getting a gift is my brother that I live with, Carlos. Because I live with him, you know. Be nice to get him a gift. Um, um, Diana will get a gift, my girlfriend. Uh, and I think that's and HT of course will get a gift I already got him his gift I got him a G-Shock he likes G-Shock so if you guys are trying to get HT a gift get him a G-Shock the watches um, he's so simple to shop for so that's what I love about him and they're not expensive you know they're not cheap either but it's not like a, I'm not gonna fucking go broke for a G-Shock so that's good and then I'm buying my brother earphones because I think I think his beats are fucking up on him. Little sip of beer. Cheers, H, even though you're not here. Ah, disgusting. I always do my shopping last minute. The reason I do it last minute, I feel like lines weren't as long as they were when I was a kid. I feel like... Although it does get busy and stores do get busy. And I know for a fact stores get busy because I work in a store. I feel like it's not like it was before. Because you can just get Amazon, order it, and it'll be there in your fucking doorstep. Sometimes shit is cheaper online. So that's why I don't mind. Even if it's busy, it's kind of fun going going Christmas shopping. I think it's fun. It might suck if you're fucking poor or you have no family, you know. Uh, made myself sad. But I think I have a good time doing it. I am grateful that small gifts they may be, but I can give the people I love some things. And I think that's special. So, I don't know, man. 
I like Christmas shopping. I always do it last minute, though. And this is why I do it last minute. Because I get excited, man. I get excited when I get someone a gift. And then I'm like, I want to tell them what I got them. And I can't wait, dude. I can't. I'm like, I'm very impatient, honestly. I need to work on that. Um, I feel like if I get my girlfriend something that I know she's going to like. Like, I'll be like, oh, I got you this. Because I'm so excited to tell her, you know. And she's the same way, which is kind of funny. Like, she'll give me, like, my gift, like, fucking November. And then she'll be like, oh, it's your Christmas gift. But I didn't want to wait. And then she'll just give me something anyway around Christmas. And then I feel like a piece of shit. Because then that voice in my head tells me I don't deserve good things. So deeper for another episode. But, yeah, guys, I think that's pretty fucking sick. Christmas shopping. What are you guys getting your loved ones, man? You guys need uh, to follow the Off Topic Podcast in Instagram at Off Topic Podcast 34. The link tree will tell you everything you need to know about us, where you can go to our other social media platforms. I have another fan question here that I want to do, and it's kind of interesting. Let's see. Let me pull them up, guys. My memory's not too good, right? I got to pull shit up again. Ah, this one is for me. Okay. When did you realize... First of all, this is very nice. I really appreciate it. When did you realize you were great at speaking on a mic and just being an entertainer in general? I think... I don't know, man. I think ever since I was a kid, I was always a little bit of a chatterbox. I remember one time I kept talking in a liquor store and then some homeless guy told me to shut up. And then my mom stood up for me and she said, you shut up and like broken English, you know. I'm surprised she didn't get fucking slapped for that. You know, homeless people are fucking deranged. Little Newman reference for you Seinfeld heads out there. Yeah, I think since I was a kid, I, I thought that. But I really appreciate it, man. And this is why I love podcasting, dude. I feel like if podcasting didn't exist, I'd do something else like... Um, you know what? I want to talk about that. I feel like when people say, like, oh, if it wasn't... A lot of fighters say this, and maybe it's true. Or like, oh, if boxing wasn't in my life, I'd be dead or in jail. Like, probably not, dude. Like, you'd probably... You'd probably be another type of athlete, or... You'd probably, like, wash cars or something. Like, you wouldn't be fucking dead or in... Like, why is it so gun-ho, you know? Um... So I was going to say that right now. I was going to lie right now. I was going to say, oh, if it wasn't for podcasting, I'd fucking have a 9 to 5, which I still have a 9 to 5, but I'm saying, like, for the rest of my life, which is not true. If I didn't have a podcast, I think I would just go into YouTube, YouTube, YouTube gaming, um, reaction videos, vlogs, film, anything where I can put myself out there, I'll do so that's a that's a that was a really good question and I made it even better with turning it into that because I think people always always underestimate themselves a lot of the times some people have too much confidence but I definitely know I'd be doing something out there man um I'm always willing to try something you know for all you know you only live once so yeah, thank you. That was, a, that was a really flattering question. I feel like ever since I was a kid, I was a chatterbox, and I always thought I'd end up doing something. Um, to answer it a little better, when I was, like, in middle school, I got really into, like, YouTubers. Gamers, though. So, see, H and I are a little different. He's more about, like, the vloggers. 
Uh, he was like a Logan Paul guy and stuff like that. And other YouTubers that I know he's going to want to strangle me because I forgot to mention their names. But I was more of a, on the gamer side of things. I was a fan of Ali A, who's still around. And it blows my mind that he only does Fortnite now. He doesn't do Call of Duty anymore. I think that's fucking insane. But whatever works for him. Uh, I was a big fan of Drifter. Drifter was awesome. He would play Call of Duty and other games too. A couple other games. But he would just talk and tell stories about him growing up. And he had a crazy childhood. And I would listen to that. And I think that was so... And then in the background, it was just him playing Black Ops 2. That was the actual video. Like, you would rarely see his face. And I always thought that was cool. And that's when I started getting into those people. And then I got into... Uh, I got into Minnesota Burns for a long time. He was a big troll on Call of Duty. He would troll and prank people. And then after a while, he fell off, which is just kind of crazy, man. Like, a lot of the people that influenced me just fell off or they don't exist anymore. And I think that's insane, man. It just goes to show that you can always fuck it up. I think that's the most depressing thing I've ever fucking said all day. You can always fuck it up, huh? But you can always make it better, too. Think about that. It's a double-sided coin. Allow me to take a sip of this PBR right here. Very refreshing. Delicious. But yeah, uh, after seeing those guys, I'm like, man, I know I'm going to do something with, with video or computers, you know. And I'm doing the Out Topic podcast now. So, I love what I do, and I do what I love, and I do who I love. Alright everybody, welcome to the Optopic Radio. This is Koba in the house. You know those, I fucking, it's insane that people still listen to radio. But, yeah. Also fucking, honestly, I'm very proud of this episode because not everybody came up with topics for today. So, this was pretty much me riffing most of it. So, I'm pretty darn good, man. Honestly, um... Speaking of people that have too much confidence, I probably fall under that category, but I challenge a lot of people to fucking talk to themselves for almost an hour and see how good they think it is. I'm sure I'm going to think it fucking sucks later because I always think everything sucks, but man, I did it. I'm really proud of myself, and I think it's uh, thanks to obviously myself and my skills and obviously uh, thank the Lord above. Excuse me. But also, I think H2. I think we just... Iron sharpens iron. So, I'm ready for that, you know? I got I do got a couple more fan questions. Fan, fan questions. Uh, what makes you an HF chemistry? I've been at, we've been asked that a lot already. Uh, are you guys scared of fame when it gets to you guys? Not really. Alright, fuck it. I'll answer this one. This one's pretty deep. Are you guys scared of fame when it gets to you guys by scared, like, being a different person, losing sight of yourself? I think lately, I think before I I would have fucking self-destructed, but now I think I've grown a lot, man. I'm 25, dude. I, like, I'm still stupid. I'm stupid enough to be entertaining. I'm stupid enough to get a laugh, but... I think my crazy days are over, hopefully. So, I think it's... Per- I'm glad it's taking a while. And... 
everyone says like stop and smell the roses and enjoy the process so that's what i'm doing now man i used to get really upset when i feel like things weren't moving the way we wanted them to move and now i'm just like maybe they're just not meant to move that way and i know that's a fucking chicken shit way of seeing life because i also think that's such a fucking escape from reality we're like well whatever happens happens i feel like people that for the longest i thought people that talk like that were people that were scared to eat their own words, were people that were scared to predict shit, people that were scared to, to put their eggs in one basket. I almost saw it as a defeat where you decide that your life's bitch and you will get dragged wherever it fucking drags you. And it almost made me angry when people used to say that. Um, but there's a way of thinking like that without giving up. It's not a defeat. It's more of like a being ready for everything. And I think I'm ready for everything. And if I'm not, it doesn't matter because it's going to happen anyway, you know? So I don't think so, man. And the reason why I don't think it'll change me or change H is because he's who I hang out with, man. I hang out with H. And he hangs out with me. And I hang out with my family, and that's it. And I'm not saying I'm not going to meet some fucking cool-ass people. I'm not saying I'm not going to fucking go out and party. But I'm not a nightclub guy. Except unless it's a Christian nightclub in Los Angeles. I'm not that type of guy, man. Uh, so I, I'm not scared of it, dude. I welcome anything, dude. Fear is... Fear is fuck, dude. Fear used to be so primal, I'm sure, you know? Fear of getting eaten by a lion or some shit. And now it's like... Fear of... Oh, what if... What if... Everything I've ever wanted comes to me, and it's not what I expected it to be. That's like a little chicken shit for me. So, no, sir, I'm not worried. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. That's a great question. What physical trait do you like the most about yourself? Okay, this one's funny because I don't like a lot of things physically about myself. And I don't say that in a fucking fake vulnerable Matt Rife way. I say it in, like, just honestly... Um, I like it, but I do like getting to it. I love my hair. The reason I love my hair is because it's thick, it's long, and I'll never go bald. You know what I'm saying? I like it, man. I can style it pretty much any way I want. And I love my hair. Which is weird because lately I've been wearing a lot of hats. But today I wore a hat and I was like, fuck. I didn't like... I like wearing hats when I have long hair better. I don't like wearing hats when I have short hair. Right now, it's a little short. But yeah, my hair is my favorite attribute of that I have. I don't like pretty much anything else. But I also don't hate anything else. See, that's the thing, right? It doesn't have to be fucking left or right. You could be straight down the fucking middle or just go forward, you know? And that's, I think that's where I'm at right now. So... Yeah, my hair, dude, is my favorite thing, you know? My hair, for sure. My favorite thing of me. All right, guys. I think this is it. I enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed it. Because I enjoyed you. Thank you for letting me keep you company, guys. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to me that you guys listen to me by myself. It means a lot to me that H trusted me to do this by myself. And now I know that I did something I didn't know I could do. 
so that's cool, man. You just keep learning shit, you know? And I'm happy I learned this lesson. So if you guys are interested in seeing more of us, please follow the Instagram at Off Topic Podcast 34. Off Topic Podcast 34. You'll see all our links on our link tree right there. Follow my personal one too. Our personal accounts are attached there as well. Follow everything, man. This is a slow but fun process. And I'm really happy that I'm going through it with you guys. And that way I'm never alone. And that way you're never alone. Because you have us. And I think that's pretty fucking cool. Alright, guys. I'm not HT. I'm Cobra the Gorilla. And we are the Off Topic Podcast. See you guys later. I'm going to go take a fat piss.